Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. What a week Gaming 5 was. Finished with 36 points all out. It was one of the lowest average gaming I've ever seen playing. I've seen some wildcard teams that scored 25 and some even didn't reach 20 points. If you had Salah and or Alvarez, it's probably a better week for you than most. Unfortunately, I didn't either in my case. I did bring in Sun for the home game to Sheffield United, where he did start up top as expected. But just about the worst thing that could happen was Richarlison coming on for him and scoring, which is exactly what happened. He also got an assist. I do wonder if Sun starts in left wing against Arsenal now, which would lessen his appeal. I do sympathise with anyone that went captain Sun as well, that really deserved more and it was a reasonable punt. On the other hand, you can consider yourself lucky that Haaland only returned 6 points. He took 9 shots that game, all in the box, he had 6 big chances and he racked up 2.56 xG, which is crazy in just one game. So I'm strongly considering a Gaming 6 wildcard as a few things have changed in Gaming 5 that have made it tempting. I don't think it's a reactionary thing to a bad Gaming, there are just a few things that have made it a consideration now. One of the big ones is not owning Salah, who's returned in 11 games on the bounce now. Chilwell's benching was also another disaster and really surprised him. The only thing worse than coming on for a one-pointer was also getting booked and he managed that. Mudrick wasn't great so he might still start against Aston Villa next week. Chelsea just looks so off at the moment, no thanks to injuries. Jackson was sloppy, Sterling was lively, but another blank. Estepinian in most of our teams, and he didn't even make the squad. That one was actually a shame from my perspective, as I'd backed Gabriel, hoping for an Estepinian benching. So in the end, the auto subs came in for everyone that started him. So let's run through the Game X6 team, and I'm going to also share a Game X6 wildcard, which I'm strongly considering. I've made one transfer already as well, and I'm about 75% likely to press the button currently. A three-pointer from Pickford last game, which is basically a haul for him. Unfortunately, I started turning, he got two points though, so one point lost on that. I expected Pickford to do worse than three points against Arsenal. Here's another reason I'm weighing up the wildcard. Ultimately, I'm not expecting a clean sheet away to Brentford, so it is an opportunity to upgrade in goal. The back three is Chilwell, Estepinian and Gabriel. So Chilwell, a bit of a question mark after the benching. Pochettino decided to use Mudrick and left wing instead, and he played Colwell left back. So there's still a chance he comes back into the team in left wing, or Colwell moves into left centre back and then Chilwell left back. But we could also see Sterling move to left wing, so I'm not sure on Chilwell at all now. I was very surprised to see him miss out though. He's one of Chelsea's best players, and he was really lively in the first few game weeks. The Liverpool game in particular, when he got the assist, and he also had a goal ruled offside. Chilwell would leave the team on a wild card. Leicester Pinyan's home to Bournemouth this week. They fared just fine without him against Man United, playing Lamptey and left back, and he had a decent game. I'm expecting him to return to the start in 11 next game week, and it is a nice fixture. 
Brian have got a game on Thursday night first where he presumably starts as well. As mentioned, one transfer has already been made and it's not in defence, so it's a case of playing Gabriel versus Tottenham or take a minus four to sell Shaw for a Newcastle defender, probably Botman. You might be able to guess who I moved early on, it's not a defender and it's not a midfielder. The midfield is Mbumo, Saka, Sterling, Son and Rashford. Mbumo is one of the first names on the wildcard, really nice block of fixtures ahead and if you don't have him he should be a priority transfer. Newcastle away last game, it was always going to be a really tough game. He's second in the league after Haaland for expected goal involvement. Saka's another name who wouldn't leave the team on a wildcard. He's ticking along with returns and he's blanked just once this season back in game week 2. Still expecting him to be the top 3 scorer mids by the end of the season, perhaps even top bar an injury. Sterling's looked dangerous in the two games since the haul but the points just not come in. He's had 4 big chances, he's created 9 chances, 2.87 expected goal involvement. He would leave the team on a wildcard in favour of Diaby, with Villa having good long-term fixtures, though Chelsea are home to Villa in game week 6. In terms of their defence, Chelsea have actually been solid. They're third best in the league after Man City and Arsenal for expected goals conceded. It's the other end of the pitch that's the problem. Son would also leave the team for Salah on a wildcard. We've only got two weeks of info in his new role. The first game a hat-trick starting ahead of Richarlison. And in the second game, he also started ahead of him again, but Richarlison got one goal, one assist off the bench, which was huge for him. He talked openly about the mental side of the game and his struggles, so scoring at last would be a massive confidence boost. So does this mean he comes back in and Son back to left wing, where he has looked less effective? Love to know the thoughts of any Spurs fans in the comments. If Son does leave the team, there's still potential for both him and Madison to rejoin the team in game week 8, probably replacing Saka and Rashford. Despite all their troubles, it's a great fixture for Man United and surely not the week to sell Rashford or Bruno. Against Brighton, Rashford created two big chances and he took six shots in the box. He blanked with 0.72 expected goal involvement. We saw Bruno playing down the right in the absence of Anthony. So a transfer made up top, the front two is now Alvarez and Haaland. It's become very difficult to ignore Alvarez. At the start of the season, many of us thought Foden would be the one to own in De Bruyne's absence, but it's been this man so far. Watched him in the Champions League Tuesday night and he was electric again. He took 8 shots and he created 7 chances, so that's 15 shots stemming from him alone. Only 4 players in recorded history since 2003 have been involved in more in a Champions League game. He's got 2 goals and 5 assists in the league, 7 returns and 5 this season. He's absolutely quality and he's got to be close to nailed in De Bruyne's absence. Pep called him undroppable after game 5 and after the midweek game Pep said he deserves to be the first name on the team sheet. We've also got the benefit of Man City having the first game of the game week, so we might even get early news on him and some other players. Expecting him to start in current form, but City are also about Grealish, Bernardo Silva and De Bruyne. As far as captaincy, it's a simple one this week, no need to overthink it. There's no standout alternatives this week really, besides Alvarez himself I suppose. Holland got an assist for Alvarez's goal, but looked frustrated to have not scored on Tuesday night, and Forest home about as good as fixtures come. I'm expecting Pep to make some early subs if this game is wrapped up. They've got a fair few injuries at the moment, and they also face Newcastle away in the League Cup next midweek. So the bench is Turner, Shaw, Udogi and Mabama. So I'm tempted to take a minus 4 to sell Shaw to Botman, but really hate hits for low ceiling defenders. Newcastle would have to keep a clean sheet or it's points lost to the field. Newcastle was second on the clean sheet odds this week with a 42% chance game week 6. They do of course face Burnley home in game week 7 as well, so it's two really good back-to-back -back fixtures. So let's have a look at the potential game week 6 wildcard, and I might also do a wildcard video later in the week. I'd have Flecken in goal and Areola back up. These two rotate pretty well long term. In defence, it'd be double Newcastle defence with Cash, Aldaco and Idogi. 
When I look at the double gimmick 7 fixtures, the Luton defenders are popular but I really can't see them keeping a clean sheet against Everton away. Everton have actually been pretty unlucky, 2 goals scored from 7.6 xG. They're actually 12th in the league for expected goals among all teams. So it's the second game of the double where you're hoping for a clean sheet really. Same with Burnley because they've got Newcastle first and then Luton. So long term, comparing Luton and Burnley, there's not a single game on the left side here where I'd be happy playing a Luton defender or if they get auto-subbed off my bench. On the right, there's at least some games here if it's really needed. Rashford, Bruno, Gabriel and Shaw have all cost me 0.6 million budget due to price falls, so there's not much wiggle room in budget in my case. Ideally, I'd like to have Estepinian home to Bournemouth, but it would mean losing cash, and I'd have to have a 4.2 mil defender in place of Burn, like Gusto. The RB and Salah have come into the midfield, and Archer replaces Mubama. So that would be 9 changes in total on the wildcard, 6 changes in the starting 11, so is that enough to pull the trigger? It's really close, and most likely it comes down to Salah versus Son, and whether I get away with no Estepinian. After the Bournemouth game, they've got Villa away, Liverpool home, and then Man City away, so Bournemouth the only game in the next four would want to start him. Tottenham's fixtures turned really nicely in Gaming 8 with Luton and Fulham back to back. That's when Madison could come in for Saka, who has Man City, and potentially also Sun for Rashford using two free transfers. Love to know your thoughts on this. If you found the video useful, consider subscribing and drop it a like. More content to come later this week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.